0: Hello, hello, Slow Down Society, and welcome back to another edition of the Slow Living Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie O'Day, and I am here to help you with your mindset and help you meet all of your personal and professional goals without the hustle or the hype. So, if you're ready to move forward on whatever it is the life you want to live, the life of your dreams, and you're just wanting to move forward, this is it. This is the podcast for you. So each week we kind of cut through the noise and the nonsense and we get back to the basics and so I love the acronym for SLOW, which is simply look only within. And I got a reader email from Mary Beth that I've been sort of percolating on for the last week or so. And it was a really insightful email and I'm not going to read it word for word because I want to protect her, her privacy. But basically it was talking about how do you know you're on the right path? How do you keep trudging forward when you don't have evidence that it's working yet? And that is such a fantastic question and it comes up a lot. and it's something that I grapple with, um, so they, they say the, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and hoping and wishing and praying for different results. And that doesn't feel good. <laughs> that doesn't make you feel like you are moving forward. It sort of makes you feel like you're on this perpetual hamster wheel or you're living groundhog day, day in and day out. And I don't want that for anybody. So... I, I wrote back to Mary Beth, and then we actually scheduled a coaching call to climb on the uh, phone together. But I wanted to give you some takeaways here. Um, first off, always know you're not alone. Wherever you are, whatever your thought you're having, whatever life experience you're having, there is someone somewhere out there who has lived it. They might not have lived every single nuance, of the obstacle you're trying to overcome, the, the goal you're trying to reach, um, the the baby step moving forward, but there are absolutely people that you can look up to, that you can mentor with, that you can kind of um, do a mastermind mindset upgrade with. There are people who have been there, done that. And yes, you can pay for that, or you can just search and, and Google and look for someone who's just a step or two ahead of wherever it is you want to go and, and figure out, kind of do this sort of um, hack situation of, of figuring out how they got to where they are and then how you can get there too. And as far as how do you know you're on the right track… Um, the, the cheeky part of me wants to say, when you know it, you know it. But, but that's, I don't know, k- kind of a, a flippant attitude and not going to be super helpful. So, so my best suggestion is when you're in a good mood, you come up with an action plan and you decide on purpose where it is you want to go and what the steps are to get you there. And then you do some time blocking. You figure out how to fit these things into your everyday life and kind of habit stack them. And then you just do it. <laughs> and and uh, depending on what it is, I suggest that you do it for at least 30 days before shifting it up. So I'm a huge fan of 30 day trials to see if whatever the habit is you're trying to do is worthwhile. um, It is giving you the the kind of juice that you need to feel propelled forward. So I um, I like the term, you know you're kind of on the right track when you feel pulled towards your goal versus pushed into it. Nobody likes to feel pushed, but when you're in a good place, And you're kind of daydreaming and you feel good and you have a good mindset, you can tell what what your intuition is trying to tell you, what your subconscious is trying to fill in the blank and it's pulling you towards it. So on that one page daily worksheet um, journaling page, and you can download it if you don't already have it, it's at stephanieoday.com forward slash daily. But the first question every day to fill in is how do you want to feel today? And then the second question is, how will you create this feeling today? And so, when you have that, and you're forcing yourself every day to write that in, and you're just quiet, and, and you're not, you're not, um, I don't know, uh, just checking something off the list and and just doing it without thinking. But instead, you're mindful, and you're thoughtful, and you're asking yourself. How am I going to create this feeling I want to feel today? And then just go quiet. Go slow. Go within. Let your subconscious kind of um, provide the answer for you. And then that's your action plan. That's what you need to do. And that's what you've got to schedule into your calendar to make sure that this, whatever it is, happens. And the more you do that, the more you collect those kind of um, breadcrumbs of evidence to lead you down the path towards whatever it is, wherever it is you're going, you'll start to feel good and you'll start to feel successful. and You'll start to feel like what you're doing is sustainable and you can do this in, in kind of the long term. I'm a, I'm a, I'm not a very good gardener, (laughs) but I like to garden. So, so it's interesting. Um, one of, one of my, um, uh, sort of when I'm procrastinating on writing or, or when I don't want to really do whatever it is I'm supposed to do, I'll go out in the yard and I'll pull some weeds or I'll prune something and garden. Um, but for a long time I was reading, uh gardening magazines and going online and and searching for gardening things and one of the favorite kind of um idioms for gardening and it, it for me it came from when you plant vines or when you plant a tree that the kind of master gardeners say that the first year it sleeps and then the second year it creeps and then the third year it leaps. So that is right up my alley when it comes to goal planning and, and dream life planning and, and, and kind of plotting it out because I'm a huge proponent of three-year goals and kind of mapping your life out in three-year chunks. And that's because one year, making a, a great big huge sweeping New Year's resolution to up-level your life in all aspects is really not realistic for most people, because life happens. Um, roofs need to get repaired, toilets overflow, a kid gets sick, a car breaks down. Um, that's real life. So trying to overhaul every aspect of everything um, in one year is tricky. And then five years, for many people, seems so abstract. It seems so far away. So that's why the three-year plan is is just such a nice kind of middle-of-the-road, doable kind of way that you can up-level your life and, and transform it in all of the, the different aspects. So so depending on where it is you want to go. So maybe you are trying to start an online business and your question is, how long is this going to take? And the kind of cheeky answer is, it'll take as long as it takes. Um, does it really feel good? But if you have the idea that whatever your action plan is, you're going to stick with it for about three years. And then think about that. How, how, does, how does that feel? So maybe you're starting an online business and your idea is that you are going to post to social media three times a week and you're going to send out a newsletter every week. And then you're going to repurpose those things and put it on your website to help with SEO, which is search engine optimization. So if you do that every week, week in, week out for three years, I think you're going to have a huge body of work. I think you'll have a lot of wins under your belt. But if you're thinking about it in the three month chunk or the six month chunk and you're starting to get a little frantic, like, this isn't working. I'm doing all of the things and, and I'm following the plan and it's not working. Then you're going to start switching up your actions. You're going to start thinking, oh, I need to, I need to learn this new thing, or now I need to do a webinar, or now I need to pay money to, um, learn how to run Facebook ads and, and all this stuff. And that's when you got to pause and that's when you go to go back and kind of recenter your mindset, and and stick to those action step plans that you met, that you made when you were in the good mindset. And then just keep at it. And yes, it takes as long as it takes, and you're not going to give up. But if you want sort of a deadline in mind, give it, give it, give it the three years. So when you think about kind of um, like revamping your health So the women that I work with that want to revamp um, their health, we work together in 30-day kind of bite-size ideas. So maybe for the first 30 days, it's um, drinking 60 ounces of water or whatever it is. So if, if for 30 days you're drinking all these ounces of water, and that's the only thing you need to do for those 30 days. And then when those are up, you move on. To the next thing. Maybe you cut 200 or so calories off whatever your TDE is, your total daily energy expenditure. So, the next thing then is you're gonna cut 200 calories a day along with drinking the water. And you're gonna do that for 30 days. And then, when that's done, you're gonna move on to adding more steps to your day. You're gonna meet that 10,000 step a day benchmark. And, and and cut the 200 calories a day and drink the water. But when you're sticking with something and you start to build up that momentum and that evidence and it, it starts to be on autopilot and then you add something else, it's not that big of a deal. It, it doesn't sort of offset your nervous system in a way where like this doesn't feel sustainable. This doesn't feel like something I can do. This is too much, too soon. Don't like it. Gonna just give up and, and, and just kind of curl up in a ball in a fetal position. So that's what we're trying to get away from. The last episode that I recorded was on uh, sustainability. So sustainable consistency. Only you know what your life is like. Only you know what you can do, and, and what is way out of reach. And I don't want you to overreach. I want you to have a good win that makes you feel good and kind of collect those gold stars. When you look at uh, the five steps of slow living, and, and the first step is to declutter, to purge. Um, So I like the acronym of PROM, which is purge, remove, organize, maintain. And if there's stuff that's happening in your life that's sort of making you self-doubt and make you think like you can't continuously move forward. And maybe there's people in your life that you need to put on pause, that you need to step away from because they're not helping you um, sort of maintain your healthy habits. Um, On my bulletin board, I've got this Facebook meme that I had printed out quite a while. And it says to stay away from still people. So people who are still broke, still complaining, still hating, still losing, still not making a change, still living in the past, and still making excuses. So, so think about that and think about whether or not you are being a little still. And maybe you are making excuses and maybe you're not in a good headspace when you're coming up with your action plan. And so you're kind of punishing yourself um, in in this way and you're beating yourself up instead of really loving on yourself and and hugging yourself and, and just doing what needs to happen for as long as it takes. When I was teaching um, preschool at the homeless shelter, I, I had little ones in the room. They were um, it was set up Montessori style, so they were two and a half to five in the same classroom. There were twenty four children, and um, uh, I I used the phrase "patience, it's a virtue" as kind of a uh, a chant back and forth with the kids to get their attention. So if you've worked in a classroom or if you're a teacher or if you've even volunteered in your child's classroom, chances are you know that um, teachers kind of have these sort of, uh, um, I want to say chant, but but it's an attention grabber. So uh, in psychology, it would be a pattern interrupt. So, so what you're doing, the teacher will call out. So many times it's like, da, 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 da and then the kids sort of freeze, and they go, dot, dot, back, which is shaven haircut. Um, some teachers that I've worked with have said, peanut butter, and then the kids freeze, and then they call back jelly or, or something like that. Um, sometimes it's one, two, eyes on you, or, or and then they chant back, one, two, three, eyes on me, or, or maybe it's the other way around. Maybe it's one, two, three, eyes on me, and then the kids chant back, one, two, eyes on you. But those kind of pattern interrupts. Um, one is a great way to kind of shake you out of whatever it is you're doing. But I used one for the kids where I would say patience and then clap two times. So I would say patience and then the kids would clap back and chant back. It's a virtue. So I use that actually with my own three children now is I'll, I'll say patience And then they'll kind of mutter back to me, it's a virtue, but depending on whatever it is we're working on, it is a virtue. So, so being patient and trusting the process and knowing I'm on the right track and I'll get there when I get there. I'll just get there when I get there. It's such a relief in your body because you don't feel behind you, you know, you know if you're making good choices with your, with your health, if you're making good choices with your relationship, if you feel okay with your daily calendar and it feels sustainable, then you kind of intrinsically know deep down inside you are on the right track and you don't need someone from the outside to sort of anoint you and, and tell you that you're on the right track because you just kind of feel it and you just know it. So that's my takeaway from you for today is to do what feels good in a way that's sustainable where you just kind of know and you have this kind of sneaky, smiley feeling that, you know what? I've got this. I'm rocking this. I'm I'm definitely moving forward. And it's going to take as long as it takes. And patience is most definitely a virtue. I'm going to give you a a few follow-up podcast episodes to go back and listen to. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a long time, I just want to thank you. I want to thank you for being here. It means so much that you keep tuning in. I love the DMs that you're sending me on Facebook and Instagram to let me know that you're here. If you are able to leave a review, it really helps me um, reach more people because it kind of uh, triggers the algorithm and and helps, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Recommend to other like-minded listeners that this podcast would be helpful. But I want to recommend a few um, past episodes for you. And the reason I do this is because sometimes… You need to hear things a few times before it actually sets in, before it sort of gets stuck in your brain and reprograms it in a way. And and that's not a problem. You you having a, a photographic memory or, or remembering everything is, is not normal. So most people need to hear the same things quite a few times before it actually gets into their subconscious. And so often I go back and I listen to, to old podcast episodes of, of different podcasts and then also of my own. <laughs> and I remind myself like, huh, Steph, that was actually pretty smart that you said in October of 2021. Um, and it's validating and it's sort of just, uh, it, it helps you realize that you are moving forward and you can remember like, oh yeah, I did listen to that. And oh yeah, I, I did make that change. And then also one of the reasons I list out past podcast episodes is if you're new and you haven't gone back and listened to the archives, um, they're beneficial. You do not need to listen in any order. Um, you can, um, but you most certainly do not. But I jotted down a few. I was looking through the list. So episode number 36 of Becoming Resilient is super helpful. And then 41, Creating a Morning Routine. So I'm a huge proponent of the morning routine. I explained in the last episode of, um, consistent stability that, or sustainability that I unload the dishwasher in kind of this like mental haze trance while I'm waiting for my coffee to percolate. And when you're on autopilot and you're doing the right things without thinking it's just so mentally freeing because you're just doing the right thing. And, and yes, emptying the dishwasher at that time of the day, I'm not paying attention. I have no idea what I'm doing. It's just full-on muscle memory that I'm taking the knives out of the dishwasher and I'm putting them in the drawer. But it's helpful. It 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 sets the whole day up. It sets the whole family up because the dishwasher is unloaded. So think about how you can create your version of a morning routine that sets you up for success for the whole rest of the day. Number 48, how to be more productive. So uh, it sounds silly when you're talking about slow living and this is the slow living podcast and, and I'm talking about productivity, but I do think the best way to feel good is to check things off a list, to feel like you are making forward progress. And so being productive doesn't mean hustle mode. It doesn't mean go, go, go. It's sustainable and consistent and what feels good in your body. Episode 57, protecting your energy. So uh, in this one, I talk about how moms in general and and caregivers and you, whomever you are, you are the center. You are the nucleus. You are you. You. And then all of the the different components in your life circle around you because no one's in your brain, no one's in your body, no one can see what perspective you have when you're looking at something, but you. And And so deciding to protect yourself and protecting your energy and nurturing yourself and caring for yourself is so immensely important. And then 83, decision fatigue. We've talked about that many times. And then number 91, which is time blocking. And so when you're thinking about the consistency thing, and if you've been in a good place and you have this kind of action plan and you feel good and you're going to do these tiny little baby things every day, I want you to schedule them into your calendar. Um. And, and I get it. Every time I say that, I get resistance from it. But back to the emptying the dishwasher in this kind of like mental haze, when you no longer need to think about what to do next because you've already put it in the calendar and you're just checking it off the list, it's so, so mentally freeing and gratifying. And so I would like for you to give that a try. Put it, do it for 30 days and then report back to me and see what you think and how you feel. But if we're lucky, life is long. You are not behind. Patience is a virtue. You will get there when you get there. And I promise you, and I promise you, Mary Beth, you are on the right track. You're on the right path. Just keep going. One step forward, one foot in front of each other. All right, pretty people. I hope that helps. Let me know um, if you would like some coaching, if you would like some support and put yourself on the calendar. I have free coaching calls. Um, We're getting close to the beginning of another school year. So if you are ready for a reset, if you're ready to kind of upgrade your mindset and do these things that we talk about week after week, reach out to me, stephanieoday.com forward slash mindset, or just email me. Steph at StephanieOday.com. I'm a real person. I will answer on my email and I will get back to you. All right. You take care and see you next time. Do you have a slow living story to share? Leave me a voicemail at StephanieOday.com forward slash podcast with any questions, comments, feedback, or testimonials, and I will be sure to include it in an upcoming episode. Also, if you found value in this episode, please share it with your family and friends and subscribe through your favorite podcast provider. The more you share, comment, and leave positive reviews, the more people we can reach and share the slow living lifestyle and messaging. Thank you, Slow Down Society, and have an absolutely wonderful day.